I will say the power zone community is awesome. Like with high fiving, everybody is so, I mean, every single power zoner that I do, like it's, I feel like it's rare that I high five someone and they don't high five me back. Like it's just super, I don't know. Everybody's very like motivating and hyping each other up the whole time. So that's always cool. And then I go into a non-power zone ride and I like have that expectation. I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 271. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hello. We are back from our cruise. We are. Where I discovered that I still can't use a gym. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did indeed. Uh, yeah. So it's not that you can't use a gym. You just you don't like the weight room. Yeah. So I can't. Like at all. I, we did all the math to figure out the... the we the did diff- all the math. Well, we... I read the numbers and you did the math. <laughs> That's we. It's Sorry. how we do the podcast. <laughs> and uh, and so I calculated like what free weights would be compared to what I'm doing on Tonal. And I walked and in that... And by he, he means I did. Yeah. And... and uh, <laughs> Well, you're a personal trainer and met pro coach. You can help with that stuff. <laughs> and uh, it's one of the perks of being married to Clubhouse Crystal. And walked into that gym all with the best of intentions. And there it was all sorts of people in there. And I was just like, hard pass. That is exactly what you said. I just turned you, around. You left me hanging. I turned around and walked right back out. Well, you were over on a tread looking at the ocean. I was. It was beautiful. I was surrounded by people that knew what they were doing, <laughs> unlike me. And I was like, I want no part of this. I feel like an idiot. And I left. But so. you went back to the room and you did a bodyweight workout. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. So I did a little something, but yeah. I didn't do the lifting like I was planning on. But yeah, gyms are creepy places. They Why sure did anybody are. ever go there? Hmm. Thank well, God for connected fitness. Yeah. That's, yeah. Now you can do it at home. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, speaking of connected fitness and doing things at home, your 800th ride is coming up. Woo! And I should say for anyone that's like, oh, I would have thought clip out crystal. Of all I people literally have, got a message like that today. Yeah. I thought you'd be on 8,000. And it's like, <laughs> which I get, but then you have I to think too. about the fact that like you do a lot of running on, on your tread. Right. And you've got the tonal. Right. And then you, when you were training for the, the half marathon. I didn't like, have a tread, so you, I did all of it outside. Right. So it's like you've done a lot of other things that weren't rides. Yes. So yes. there's been lots of, of things that have taken place. Thank they, you, honey. They just haven't all been rides. Yes. So just a preemptively shutting people up. <laughs> I do so. appreciate that. I do. <laughs> but uh, if anybody wants to join me, 800 rides coming in hot Sunday, 8.30 a.m. Central Time on Jen Sherman's Yacht Rock. Yeah. Yeah. So. And speaking of Yacht Rock. Speaking of Yacht Rock, talk about a segue. Yeah. 
Uh, You're welcome. Yeah. It's so, also the last Yacht Rock of the season. So yes. the last Jen Sherman Yacht Rock. Right. But if you can't get enough and you want to see some Yacht Rock live and you want to mm-hmm. do it with us and you want to come to St. Louis, that's a lot of ifs. That's a lot of ifs. But, uh, especially that last one. But if we checked all those boxes, we'd love to see you. We have a little get together going on uh, where I work at the Family Arena and there's a concert coming through called Sail On and it features, see if I can remember them all, Orleans Firefall. The Babies, John Ford Coley, uh, Walter Egan, and Peter Beckett from Player. And it's just an evening Baby of Yacht Rock classics. And they and these kind of shows are great because like they just pound through hits. Because you're probably like, Walter Egan, he's probably got like two songs I know. And that's all he's going to play. That's like all he's going to do. He's going to come out, he's going to play his two. And, and then the best part is... The, the band stuff is already out there. Yeah. So, so then like they, they just the new singer comes out. <laughs> yeah. There's no waiting for set changes for the most part. I mean, there'll be an intermission yeah. because we got to sell some beer. Right. But uh, but, but it's not in between each one. Right. That would take four. Yeah. So it's just like boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's just like constantly throwing hit songs at you. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So we'd love to see you. So and, and it's, it's all Peloton people coming so yeah, far. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We've got a suite where we all hang out together. So if you want to information on that check out our facebook group uh there's also information included every week and the newsletter that we send out yes at the clipout.com so yes. which uh i sent out this week i couldn't when we were on the boat because it wouldn't let me we yeah. were fighting the internet on the boat we paid for the internet package they, they know because we told them last yeah week, and it they was know. it was a battle yeah so, it was it was a battle um, and this week you can tell it's not a battle because we're at home and i don't have my rum and diet coke yes <laughs> And everyone will be back. You'll have John Mills and Dr. Jen and Angelo. Everyone will be here. The whole team. Yes. (laughs) Getting the band back together. So uh, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? Uh, Yeah, you just said. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We uh, we have our interview with Melissa Urso. Okay. uh, And uh, that's big news that's coming at the end of the episode. So stay tuned. We also have uh, John Mills. Like you said, we're going (laughs) to we are going to give John Mills some crap. About his yeah. recent party going. Yes. Uh, we're also going to have a discussion with him about uh, connected fitness, growing the growth rates, rogue fitness, showing off its AI rep counting. Uh, we have a visit from Dr. Jen. We are going to be talking about letting go of old goals now that you have new goals. Okay. So don't just add them on. You right. Gotta change them out. We have all kinds of news coming in from Peloton. There's stuff that you want to hear because there's just stay with me. Okay. Um, and then we have a visit also from the Met Pro, Angelo. Sure. I wanted to say the Angelo, but <laughs> didn't need to say that. He's okay with it. <laughs> and so like you get all your exercise done, but then you struggle with the nutrition. We talk through that. We have celebrity appearances and uh, and we're going to hit more birthdays because it's August. So it's the big Peloton birthday month. Okay. Well, uh, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you can find us. While you're there, be sure and follow us or you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. That's always oh, helpful. yes. I love that. We have a new review. <gasps> Yay! And this is from Lucky Elephant. Oh, and it's, I don't know that one. It says... A weekly must. Love staying in the know and getting in some laughs at the same time. Such a fun show to keep in my rotation every week. So thank you very much, Lucky Elephant. (laughs) We are lucky to have you. We are. Thank you for the very kind review. Yeah. And also, uh, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. You can also 
sign up for our newsletter. We throw a lot of links and stuff at you every week. And if you want just an easily digestible format of those, you sign up for our newsletter at theclipout.com. You can also watch these episodes at youtube.com slash theclipout. And finally, uh, if you want to support the show a little extra, you can sign up for our Patreon. As little as five bucks a month, you can get ad-free versions of this show when we have access to the landed Wi-Fi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, sometimes if the episodes are ready early, then we we push them out to the Patreon subscribers a little early, 10, 12 hours early. So, yeah. And also we record bonus content for different lo- levels of subscription. So we'd love to have you. And thank you to all the people who signed up while we were out. And we'll be recording a bonus episode for you shortly. Yes. So there's all that. Let's, uh, let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Run, lift, and live with John Mills. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube, it's John Mills from Run, Lift, Live. Hey, John, how's it going? How's it going? All the energy. Just ready to go. I love it. I love it. He's got (laughs) twice the energy because he was off last week because we... We were out of town. Yeah. Well, you know, I would have thought you might be a little tired from from all that um, partying that you were doing (laughs) over the weekend. Yeah. That was a crazy weekend because, you know, we went to the You Get Too Crew deal at... um, Nicole? uh, Is it? No. Nicole's Nicole's house. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first thing we did. So we did the little pool party there. That was fun. So Mm -hmm. that was kind of a busy weekend. Yeah. So, um, so John, I I feel like you're burying the lead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you you remember, (laughs) do you remember? Yeah. A couple weeks ago when, um, I was on the Lizzo ride and you were a little salty, a little, a little salty, a little little salty that you got kicked off. Well, um, I got kicked off. John, I got a big salt shaker for you right here because you get to be invited to Alex Toussaint's birthday party. Hello. Yeah, he was he was kind enough to invite me. So that was nice. And it was fun. I love that dude. He knows that. So uh, it was good. And Jasmine got Jasmine went and invited Jazz too. So I, I was really happy about that, you know, because. Jasmine is just new to the community, so she's getting to know the you know the instructors and who they are. And, and you have and so you have a plus two instead of a plus of, one. Yeah, now I got a plus two. I had to make sure that was all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it was well, cool. it looks like you yeah, you're you're lucky because otherwise it would have been Erica and Jasmine going to <laughs> Alex Dubois. Exactly. Otherwise, I'd have just been hanging out with yeah. all of them. Like, why y'all ain't texting me back? What's yeah. going on? You're like, I'll be in the car. <laughs> new phone. New phone. Who this? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's happening. Yeah. It looked it like cool. an amazing time. It looked like everybody you know I mean? had a good time. You know, me and Eric, you know, you realize when you're around younger people, you start realize you're you're old, little old, you're oh, older. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like parties, but, like, you, like when the dinner starts at 9 p.m. and you're like, you're like oh, what? that's that right. time. Like, <laughs> yeah. like the news is almost on. <laughs> right. Like. Yeah, I was like, I think we're we're arriving here and we're already three hours past my bedtime. What's going on? Yeah. yeah. That kind of and, deal. It, it also yeah. gets worse because the, you'll also find that the percentage of people in the room who are younger than you, on, you are is 
only ever getting larger. Yeah, it just keeps growing. I don't know how they I, get. They just they keep getting younger. I don't. Yeah. I don't understand how that works. That's what it is. They're getting younger. Yeah, yes. we're we're you not know, getting older. I'm no. not getting older. No, yeah. I, I I have noticed though that when you go to the store and like somebody's waiting on you, they have now reached the age. They're in they're in grade school. I don't even understand right. how that's happening. Like, like, how can what? they see yeah. over the counter? Right. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> I don't understand. And what they is this? They look like they're younger and younger. Right. What? And what is this ma'am and sir bullshit? No, right, no. Right, I'm, right. I'm not driving a minivan. Please don't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> you did drive a station wagon for a while. Mm, uh, we uh, don't talk uh, about that. Though. Well, I was talking I, about that time you drove a station wagon. <laughs> against my will. I didn't want to. <laughs> So anyway, I just noticed that I just noticed that songs that, you know, Jasmine knows everything. Yeah. And I had to wait until they played a song that was, you know, 20 years old. Did right? you say and the that song? was all me. The, you, that was all me then. Did you say the you know? the song? Was there, there was, only one there song? There was a couple. Okay. <laughs> it was spread out. It was spread out. You know, crazy. <laughs> well, were there more instructors than you would have thought there? No, no, I kind of knew who was going to be there before I. Of course, got you there, did. So. You had the whole yeah, guest I, list, didn't you? You were, like, you were proving it. Like, yeah, the, but, Alex, take this one off. Put this one on. <laughs> I know. I was no. That did not happen. I was not part of none of that. No, I take nobody off of on. Don't listen to Crystal. I ain't nothing doing none of that. I'm not in that. You just made it sound like you were so in the know. I was just checking. Uh, I was no. just checking. Uh, I just, I just kind of knew ahead of time. But um, okay. But yeah, it was um, no, so I was no real surprises, and everybody was cool. You know, they were all. I mean, who we all know them to be, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. they were just really kind and really kind hearted. And it was all good. So. Now, did the invitation say dress like James Bond? Is that what the invitation <laughs> said? Yo, that was fun, though, because, you know, <laughs> I, I I didn't own a tux until now. Now so you do? I, yeah, now I do. <laughs> so now I you bought, like, not you didn't rent? No, no, you can't. What? I can't walk up in there and no rented tux with all these. I don't know. I had to go. I had to go. It's, I, I spent the last three, four weeks just running around trying to piece this whole ensemble together. Well, Even well, down to the socks, I was like. Why was this so hard? I don't understand. Why couldn't you just buy regular socks? What's, what is, I need to understand. Because I went overboard because I don't know anything about black tie. You know, I don't know nothing about black tie. When I found it was black tie, I started doing all this research, probably the wrong research. (laughs) And I was just reading all these rules. And so I just went strict to every rule. And, you know, depending on who you're listening to. What are the rules rules other than the the tux itself? Like, what are, tell me, I don't know the rules of a black tie affair. I've never been no, to one. There, no, there were rules on types of uh, jacket lapels and wow. rules on uh, material of the sock. And what? what? I know people, I learned afterwards, people don't tend to follow it to that degree. It's so uh, who is taking off your shoes and right. checking out what <laughs> socks you're wearing? Who is doing that? <laughs> yeah, somebody's paying that. I went by the letter. I went by the letter. If someone is paying that close of attention to your socks, you need a restraining order. <laughs> Like that's. This is why we don't get invited. Yeah. 
You go to Blacktop. I would buy the letter. Just to put it in perspective, you go to, uh, you get personal invites from Peloton instructors to black tie events. Meanwhile, Crystal and I literally got married in a Dave and Buster's. It happened. It happened. <laughs> And it was a lot of fucking it fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> that sounds like more fun. Yeah. <laughs> right? How many times can you play pool in a wedding dress? I mean, yeah. it's just tough. It's tough to pull off. It's only one for right? me. Uh, same here. Right. Same here. <laughs> I know it sounds really hooge, but it was really nice. It was fun. <laughs> I think it's a lot of fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was all good. It was like that. That was a lot of fun. The prep. The oh, prep was fun. It, it does sounds sound, it like sounds it sounds. Good. It sounds like the whole thing yeah. was. And yeah. I'm I'm really glad you got to go. And and in all seriousness, I I just want to say I'm teasing you. I know that you and Alex have always had a relationship. I'm giving you crap, but I did have to tease you because you were so salty about the Lizzo ride. <laughs> Still salty? No, I'm, I'm good about I'm good about Lizzo. I think maybe. Like I. Alex Lizzo, Alex Lizzo, <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, all right. I on to news. Digging into the news, uh, right. you, you had an interesting post this week, John, about the growth or lack thereof of the connected <laughs> right? fitness industry as a whole. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, eMarketer, I guess, is a common site that does this type of research. But I wasn't very familiar with them, but. They had done this graph measuring like growth year over year right. of member. I guess it's probably probably member based folks that are using connected fitness in the U.S. And so they they state they're like you know growth from 2017 to 2018 was like nine percent, and 18 to 19 was like nine percent. And of course, in 2020, it, it was like a 41 percent. <laughs> surge right which makes sense and then by 2021 it was down to 19 percent, which is still better than prior to pandemic which was nine percent each year but then based on where we're at up through end of june of this year they're predicting 2022 is gonna be somewhere around five percent and they see that going down every year four percent 2023 four percent 2024 three percent 2025 and so like from a pre-pandemic 9% growth every year to a post-pandemic, you know, descending at 5% and going down. Like, that was interesting to me because it was, you know, I, I've heard all these folks talk about how we're just back to pre-pandemic level. But that doesn't sound pre-pandemic. That sounds different, right? We're <laughs> yeah. Not growing the same. That sounds less not. than pre-pandemic. Right. That sounds pre-internet <laughs> growth. <laughs> I uh, so I mean I guess just looking at it, you got to think that like maybe that spike was just you know borrowing from the future right That's like they I were just too. pulling in people right. who would have done it eventually and so it's caused a they did a, it early yeah right but I'm not yeah. sure I'm not sure I agree I mean I don't know where they came up with these numbers like why the going forward numbers to be clear right. yeah. like why do they think it's still going to continue to go down like I get why it went down this year um, because right. because like Tom said it it borrowed against it I don't know why that automatically means each year after this will be decreasing right. like I and don't I'm with you there I don't know why that I don't know you know I'm, I'm curious why they came to that conclusion. Yeah, that I'm curious about that as well. I'm not sure how they came to that kind of estimate and conclusion. But it, it, so it made me think that, too, like something, you know, comes out new within the space. You would think that that could change this. Whole I do. Picture, I do. Right. And then. Yeah. And then. But it also made me think 
does this also align with how connected fitness is kind of struggling a little right now? Like, yeah. like smaller players trying to find, you know, ways to stay afloat. Right. Because I mean, they're just, it's, if there are less people that are moving towards connected fitness and now you got more players in the space competing, like, what does that mean if, you know, if you're well, like a smaller player? One thing it means is lots of mergers in this space, in my opinion. That's what I think, right? Like, yeah. you think the smaller players might, might have to start considering that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I also wonder because, you know, according to this chart, it says U.S. adult connected fitness users, right? Yeah. So, Something that could be thrown off that number to some degree is that, you know, in 2017 or 2018, any connected fitness purchase was automatically a new user. Now Mm -hmm. we've seen enough growth in the space that you could buy a new connected fitness product. You were already a user. You were already a user. So if you have a bike and you buy a tread, you're not new to connected fitness. If you buy if you have a bike and you buy a tonal, you're not new to connected fitness. So you wouldn't get counted in the same way. Very good point. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You could see growth within the the existing. Right. Right. Like that. That makes sense. I hear you there. I'm sure that, yeah, it's not taking that into consideration. Also, because it's U.S. based, they're not talking globally. So, right. I mean, some of these companies are global. So, you know, like the iFits and the Peloton. So, you know, if if they're starting to expand in these other countries, then, you know, maybe it's not such a bad thing for them right now. But if if you're a company that's only kind of U.S. based, I think this tells a story. And I think some of the smaller ones are. Yeah, no, they are for sure. You're absolutely right. You know, I think another thing that could be suppressing those numbers somewhat at the moment is inflation, right? Like people aren't Mm -hmm. making major purchases or some people aren't making major purchases because inflation. So to project a continued downward growth, I mean, inflation isn't going to last forever. Right. It never does. And and eventually it'll level off and things will go back to normal. And and so I think you could maybe see. Those numbers, I'm not saying they'll necessarily go up to nine and 10 or 15 percent, but like I, I do think that you'll probably see some bounce back once people right. get a little looser with well, their wallets. I also think I don't know what they're considering adults, like if they're just looking at 18 as the cutoff or if they're looking at like, that's a good question, you know, 24 to 32, you know, whatever their ranges are. But as people, graduate from college and you know if if peloton and other companies are are doing their jobs correctly one of the things we've always we've talked a lot about is that whole john foley's thought of (laughs) democratizing fitness right so you should in theory be seeing more people that are graduating from college or, or graduating from high school getting their own connected fitness devices or using the app i'm also curious if the app is part of this or not. I was just thinking the same thing. If they count that as a connected fitness user or if they if you actually have to have a piece of equipment to, to qualify for that number. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether or not that was in, included into their their. Numbers, no, I, I, that's another good question. I it don't it know. is. But, you know, some of these things would definitely explain why it's it's headed downward. If they right. if they weren't able to account for that in this particular uh, table to be able to see some of these other things, because I think a lot of it does kind of go into how you're defining a user, how you're defining connected fitness right. versus an app. These are, I guess, to me, the takeaway is it's not as bad as this 
this graph might make it look right. <laughs> it's not as right. bleak of right. a picture. <laughs> right. It may not be as bleak as this this looks. And you can't just align this to every player because of all those other variables we talked about earlier. So yeah. And, I don't know. And so here's a here's a like kind of a mean thought. <laughs> well, that's because that's how I'm wired. Right, you right. Know? Well, I'm dead on the inside. Just a big jerk. And uh-uh. uh so you know <laughs> this could ultimately be a good thing for Peloton because I think of all the connected fitness companies, even with all their struggles, I, I still think they're positioned the strongest. I right? agree. Right. So yes. if this if this is a short term decline, it could starve out the smaller players, mm-hmm. which then would push people perhaps to Peloton. Right. Because one, they'd have yes. less competitors. And then two, if you're with the, this hypothetical company, I, I won't name because i want to sound like i'm rooting for anything like echelon and uh (laughs) uh so like but if you have a connected fitness piece of equipment and that company goes out of business and you but you still want a piece of connected fitness equipment what are you going to do you're going to be like i'm not rolling the dice on another lesser than piece of equipment just give me the peloton because i know it's going to stick around yeah right yeah i think it's definitely putting the squeeze on someone some of these players right yeah, and, Which, and Peloton being a little larger, they can kind of survive it and kind of wade the waters and yeah. come out the other end, right? And I think that's good for the space. I think it needs to thin out a little bit. I mean, it I'm not does. looking for anybody to lose money or no. lose their job, but I do what? think there's just there's just so many different products that don't seem all that different. Right? It's crazy. Yeah, and there's it, a product everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. And I mean. Everybody said when that started happening, like, oh, it's good for the space. It's good. It's good. It's going to drive down prices. Well, uh, is it? Is it good? Because somebody's going to not make it. Somebody is not going to make it to the end line here. It's impossible. There's just it's too saturated now. So what's I mean, there are people out there that are still going to be buying things. So it's not like so saturated. There's not potential buyers, but there's so many options. Right. That it's going to be somebody's not going to make it. So. Right. We'll see. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> and uh, speaking of other connected fitness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is this is an interesting one to me because the person that sent this to me was talking about how like this being able to count reps for CrossFit like moves would be game changing. There's nothing out there that counts reps for CrossFit moves. And I didn't even I'd never even made that connection just yeah. because I'm not a CrossFit user. I don't know if that's true. I mean, I, we've, we, I've seen other apps like this, like back in early 2020, there was this app called Xer. It was kind of similar. Then like mid 2020, another app, I think it was called Onyx is similar. And they're, all of them iPhone based and got kind of a similar thing. So, I don't so know they, they have I don't like know. a camera and they count your reps for you. Oh, yeah. It's all the same stuff. It's all built into the phone. You don't need any other equipment. It's just the phone. Oh, yeah. I don't. Phone down and not you, aware. And, you, and it starts looking at you. You start doing whatever workout. It starts counting your reps. It starts telling you, you know, you didn't do that right. You know, so we ain't counting that one. Like it, all those apps have been doing that since 2020, which is why back in early 2020, I thought this is the next big thing. If you can't do that, you're not going to survive a connected fitness. That's what I thought back then. So that's kind of what I said. I thought, this is it. Nobody's going to be able to survive unless they get this. I was wrong about that because a bunch of companies never did it, right? Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> so that's, that's I guess true. I was wrong about it. It does seem like an, <laughs> like an obvious thing people would want. I know from doing Tonal, 
Like, I can't tell you how many times where I, I look around at the machine and I'm just like, I can't be on that number. You know, like, I, <laughs> right. if right. I had to count them, I would never, like... You wouldn't do it. I would <laughs> either, I would either, like, my muscles would atrophy because I... <laughs> Or yep, I did them. I'd be super ripped because I'd be like, "What number was I on?" I guess I was on two. I guess, I guess. Gotta go to two hundred. I do that out in the garage all the time. I always forget. Was that set two or three? Yeah. If I'm tired, I go. That was definitely. Three. And then the more you no. think about it, the more you can, you confuse yourself, right? Like yeah. you gaslight right. yourself. You're just like, I don't know what to believe anymore. I'm not even sure I was lifting weights. <laughs> this never exactly. happened. Right. How did I get in the garage? Is this my garage? That this is- see, this is why people get so upset when their their Strava stops in the middle of a workout in the middle of a run yeah. or or like their Garmin right. or whatever because it doesn't feel real. Yeah, suddenly like you're right. like David Byrne and the Talking Heads. You're like, this is not my beautiful right. wife. This is not my beautiful house. <laughs> You imagine I could see that happening. You know, I I used to do when I used to run outside. I don't run outside as much anymore. But I used to run outside, and yeah, if anything happened with that thing where it stopped tracking for whatever reason, and I got home and it stopped at mile two. Well, it didn't count. Didn't count. I did nothing basically. Yeah, I was pissed. I was like, "This is terrible." I was ready to cry in a corner. Yeah. I wonder if yeah, we just proliferates. Are people going to be like, "It didn't count my rep." Start throwing their. I'm suing. Chris will get mad at me because she'll be like, it didn't count. She'll be all upset. And I was like, oh, well, th- so then you're going to do it again? Well, no. I'm like, no. But I thought it didn't count. It either didn't count or it does count. Like, it's, it can't be both. Well, I'm exhausted like it counted, so but it then, didn't count. Right. <laughs> well, it didn't count. Right. Yeah. John gets me. He understands. I get it. That's how I was. Painful. <laughs> Well, I thought it was interesting, but we'll see. We'll see if uh, Rogue makes this a bigger. Well, I mean, but if there's already all these apps it out is. there, then who cares? Why? Why is what? this? Why are they just now beta testing it? Now I'm like, well, psh, this is old news. Well, I, I, well, Rogue, that's well. I mean, you know that name, yeah. Axer and Onyx. These were like these little small players that were like coming out of the gate trying to do something innovative and. They all kind of disappeared. I don't, I don't even know where those players are. There was another product that did it, too. I can't remember the name of them. And then, of course, you know, it took Tempo a year or two. But then they eventually came out with their product and tried to do something similar, right? I can't remember the name of that thing. Uh, Tempo um, Move, maybe? The Move, yeah. right? They tried to base it on the iPhone. But Rogue, this is a bigger name. Like, maybe it has more of sticking power. Might Maybe it'll, you know, be more of a thing. Well, I, I guess um, what, it, what appealed to me about it was I thought oh is this going to start showing up in CrossFit gyms like for people counting yeah. for people like they're going to be able yeah. to to keep it up on that leaderboard and see how the whole right. class is doing I mean that's that's potentially right. for people that really enjoy that type of workout I could see that being a big deal I agree but I agree you're I, oh I gotcha yes but yeah, for me right. personally I'm not doing the CrossFit so I don't care but if you were if you were in a class and you 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 could count your reps for you instead of you having to write it down your little piece of paper. That would be pretty exciting. Right. Yeah. Or here's <laughs> yeah, an untapped. Like a- here's an untapped market. For, you can use it for sex. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wait. wait oh. What? Yeah. You oh, rep well, counting. Wait, make, huh? make sure. Make Tom. sure that they're doing the job right. 
I, 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 your form is all off. Right. You'd be all discouraged, though. Yeah. You'd be all discouraged. If Three reps? Sir, think about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that would technically be a tapped market. Oh, God. That is hilarious. I can just see it now. It's not, oh, it didn't count. <laughs> we gotta do this all over again. You're gonna need a minute. You're gonna need some orange juice. I got this. I gotta gotta rehydrate. My electrolytes right. need replenished. <laughs> Not a young man. <laughs> oh, no. oh. Well, that's that's a different thought than I had. I just, <laughs> What do I always tell you, Grizzle? I don't like to be called a genius. Right, right. Visionary. I prefer visionary. Visionary. Right. (laughs) Genius is just so passe. So, I gotta say, Crystal, I hadn't that hadn't come to my mind either. But well, I don't think it's there, it's not leaving. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this move is called the thruster, right there on the screen. Thrusters. So there you go. Well, Someone thought of it. First, you came up with sexy people filter. Now this, Tom. Yeah. I uh, good luck to you, Rogue Fitness, putting yes. that out yeah. in the market. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of that one uh, that company that came out for like five seconds that they had all sexy people doing their classes. It was oh, basically yeah. pornography. Remember that? Be sweat. Yeah, you know, they're, you know the they're name. They're still out there. They're still out there. You know, I don't really know that they're still out. That's okay, what I hear. Here so, you sounded awfully convinced. That's what I hear. Here's here's the only thing I know. On a beach sweat bike, you can backpedal. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. On that note, yeah. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, until next week, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me in my Run, Lift, and Live page or group. They can find me on Instagram, Run, Lift, and Live. They can find me on the Tickety Talk, Run, Lift, and Live. Or they can find me at runliftandlive.com. Cool. Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, John. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? (laughs) Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each, so nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away $100 or more on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say, that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. 
Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs. And you are certainly sacrificing taste, texture, size. Yes. None of that with Hero Bread. No, because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs, they have like no substance to it. (laughs) It's like eating air. It is. And Hero Bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Getting the psychological edge with Dr. Jen. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couples Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen. Her long-running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show, she's written four best-selling books, including The Relationship Fix, Dr. Jen's Six-Step Guide to Improving Communication, Connection, and Intimacy. It's Dr. Jen. Hello. Hi. Hello. I like watching Tom's hands while he introduces you because he like starts pointing and <laughs> I like talking Very. myself. Exactly. Yeah. Like exactly. I'm landing a plane <laughs> doing semaphore <laughs> as I talk, introduce you. Uh, so thank you for joining us. Uh, Jenny Lecting is looking for some help. She likes to change goals every three to four months, but she struggles with letting go of her old goals. And then she ends up trying to add on more goals. How can she focus only on the new goals and trust that she worked hard to do last quarter will still be there? Ooh, I struggle with this. I feel this. And it's really hard because yeah. one of your new goals is to stop having your goals be so disorganized. <laughs> And to stop being haunted by your goals. Yes. That is the goal. (laughs) Um, I can understand this. It makes a whole lot of sense. And I think also making peace with it at different points in our life, we need to focus on different things. There are some times in your life where actually, and and a lot of people are going to kind of cringe when I say this, and Tom will be one of them, (laughs) but where stretching needs to be your goal. And I think sometimes we get so focused on cardio or so focused on weight that we really neglect these other things. Or like, you know, there's this new study that came out and and I don't remember what the exact numbers are, but it's like if you have to be able to stand on one leg and balance for 10 seconds, I think it is. And if you can't do that, they're saying that the odds of you actually dying in the next like 10 years go up exponentially. I don't remember what the numbers are. We'll, oh. we'll have to find the, the, the study for, for your, your notes for the show. But that has me a lot more focused on like yoga right now. Like I did a class where it's like anything where someone's balancing, I'm like, I got to do that. I got to <laughs> do that. right now. So I, I think that part of it is kind of allowing yourself the luxury of focusing on one thing at a time. 
and trusting that, and, and I, it sounds like this is where Jenny's really struggling, trusting that the other thing is going to disappear. And I get that if you work really hard on your cardio, and let's say you work up to a 60-minute run, that if you don't do any running, you're going to lose a lot of that cardio, that endurance, and even just that mental state while you're focusing on your stretching or your balance or something else. So I think that part of it is having the experience as an athlete of trusting you can focus on one thing, come back to the other thing, and it's going to build up quicker. It doesn't just completely disappear unless you get totally sedentary, don't stretch, don't do anything. But when your body is used to movement and you become more of an athlete, and Tom can probably speak to this, which I never thought I would say, <laughs> when you are active, that doing other active things tends tend to build quicker. But I, I think that kind of the deeper issue on this is looking at your issues around perfectionism, around um, really pushing yourself in ways that are no longer healthy mm. and that kind of trying to help yourself come to terms with, we can't do all things at all times and that having different focuses at different times is okay and, and really just trusting that process. Mm. Yeah, it's difficult to let your goals shift sometimes even yep. though it's time like I know I like I struggle with that at the moment because for so long it was really easy to measure my success with a scale and that's not really where I'm at anymore. And so yeah. when I see even a, a minor fluctuation, I know logically it's statistically insignificant. I'm still like, oh, man. And I'm just like, but yeah. I, but I know in my head that like that's not really a concern at this point. That's it's that's a good point. I, yeah. I, what really kind of um, stuck out there to me is when you talk about finding, like digging deeper in the issues of perfectionism, I'm like, how do you go about that? Because I know I have that one. Like that is one I struggle with. <laughs> well, I think first of all, you want to kind of get to the root of where does this come from? And for most people, it comes from childhood. It oftentimes comes from either uh, a narcissistic parent where you had to prove that you were worthwhile and worthy in order to get their love, or it comes from a highly critical parent where, okay, you just, you had to be so perfect that there was, you were like criticism proof, which is impossible, especially if you have a highly critical parent, it tends to, or an abandonment from a parent. This where, is like a magic trick. Can you tell me what number I'm thinking <laughs> of? <laughs> I've been doing this a little while. <laughs> you have a parent who has abandoned you that there's a part of you that starts to believe if I'm just perfect enough, if I'm lovable enough, if I'm good enough, then I then I will get their approval and their love when you have a damaged parent because healthy parents don't abandon their children. So a lot of the time that perfectionism comes from those early wounds that need to be addressed on a deeper level, generally in therapy. That makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, and, and I think that, you know, we all have early wounds and it's really important to do the emotional work and to do the therapy work. And sometimes people are too scared to do it. But I really want to encourage people because not doing it means living in pain and being haunted by the ghosts of very unhealthy people who have harmed you. And that it's important to give yourself that relief and 
you oftentimes are in more pain in the beginning in order to get the relief on the other side. I feel like we covered like 45 things in that yeah, six minutes. Like yeah, that was, that was very deep. efficient use of time. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I need another hour with just Dr. Jen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you will get it, but it will be on the treadmill. <laughs> Fair enough. And, and if, if Peloton would bring back the video screen with some audio, we could run and I could do therapy with you. Yeah, you do run pretty fast. I could be like, tell me about my childhood trauma. Go. <laughs> definitely slow me down. I know, I know that, that Bex and everyone's always like, as long as you can talk while you run, I can't. <laughs> but I'll try. You know, Crystal, you're always worried about how slow you run. Well, I mean, you never run faster than when it's trying to outrun childhood trauma. It's true. that is true true. i've seen it a lot in 30 years of being a psychotherapist i've seen a lot of people running really fast yeah (laughs) well i figure it's a dub it's it's a dual purpose i'll slow you down and i'll be able to go faster i might actually beat you for once it could happen it it worked you know i don't know if you heard the interviews that bex did when she was trying out for the olympic team but like she had some of her best numbers in running and she said that it was largely because she talks throughout the entire peloton class and that that gave her an edge (laughs) makes sense that makes sense you know we may have to start doing that it's like swinging two bats in the on deck circle that's right that's right exactly Well, thank you so much for all of that. And I do mean all of there was yeah, a lot. There, there. was. Uh, until next time, I, where can people find you? People, people can find me on all social media, especially Instagram at Dr. Jen Man, two ends on Jen, two ends on man. And I post all of my Peloton workouts on my Insta story so you can check out what classes I'm taking. And also you can find me uh, in Style Magazine, Hump Day with Dr. Jen. I have a weekly column all about sex and relationships. Awesome. Thank you. New instructors. We haven't gotten to play that one in a while. We haven't. We got a new instructor. <laughs> we have. So do you think it's it's pronounced Asal Arian? Arian? I guess. Arian? I was like, well, she's German. Arian? Well, actually, she's not. She's, <laughs> well, she's Persian. A, okay. She's a German instructor. She's from Germany, she, but she's she Persian She will be a German descent. instructor. Yeah. She speaks German and will teach in German, but she is Persian descent. And I just have to point out that Sanaz, who was one of our <laughs> our interviewees a uh-huh. long time ago, guest uh, Persian Thug, that that's her leaderboard name. Okay. She uh, posted in our group Persian Thug approves this message. <laughs> 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 that made me so happy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I love it. But it's it's really cool. A lot, a lot of people are really excited about this because it's the first Persian instructor they've had. Sure. So pretty cool. Yeah. Um, she also looks like a badass and lots of lifting. Very strong. Um, and I love her her message that she has in this video. She talks about how people have basically told her she can't do things her entire life. And yeah. she just went right ahead and do the many done did them anyway. There so you go. good for her. Yeah. That's really cool. Absolutely. So I guess welcome to the uh, Peloton family. Yes, yes, welcome. Instructors in the news. 
Jess Sims will be joining the cast crew. Well, I guess is it a cast on a show like this? Sure. Uh, it says crew right there. I know. But then when I said crew, it sounds like she's like a boom operator or something. You know, it does. Like she's a gaffer. <laughs> so but she will be joining ESPN's college game day. Yeah. So, OK. So first of all, congrats to Jess Sims. This is huge yes. for her. Yeah. I don't exactly know how huge it is because, you know, we're not into the we're sports. Sport. It's but got know, ESPN in front of it. That's what I was gonna say So I think that's pretty big And it's not like ESPN 6 or something It's you know There's no number after it So it's the real ESPN It's the real one Now The thing is though People are really worried about this Because you know She teaches Saturday 60s These are These are the uh, boot camps Everyone looks forward to All weeks And, And apparently College game day Is a Saturday thing Yes So I do know High school football is Friday College is Saturday Professional is Sunday and I only know that because I watched every episode of Friday Night Lights well it's okay though She is going to do direct To uh, camera ahead Of time so basically on demand they'll drop on Demand still so okay you will Still get your Saturday 60s At least for the time being and uh, it, it will just it just won't Be live few few indeed Yeah mm-hmm. But congrats to Justin absolutely Very cool uh, speaking of Jess Sims, it was her birthday. Yes. And Maddie Majacomo put together a little uh, a little montage <laughs> for her. He did all his favorite moments with with her and all the times he has tormented her in different <laughs> costumes and it is a hilarious video. If you <laughs> If you haven't seen it, you absolutely have to watch it. There's some sweet moments in there, too. (laughs) But most of them are just him teasing her and tormenting her. And it's a lovely and I love it so much. (laughs) And if if you're not sure where to find that, you can sign up for our newsletter, theclipout.com, and you will have a link in the email that goes out on Sunday mornings. (laughs) Tunde had an exciting moment this week. <laughs> she sure did. She sure did. So apparently this particular billboard has had many a Nike athletes on it uh, in Midtown. And this week the billboard had Tunde on it. Look at that. Uh, and so she shared a video of herself watching herself in freaking Midtown Manhattan. I can't even imagine. That's pretty cool. How surreal that must have felt. Uh, congratulations to Tunde. These these guys, the, all of these instructors are just freaking amazing, the things they're doing. So Aditi Shaw had an Instagram post about getting a sneak peek at the next season of the Netflix show Never Have I Ever. Yeah, she got to watch the first two episodes, and uh, she also got to play trivia with the lead character from Never Have I Ever. So oh, awesome. And uh, we love this show. Oh, my God. So much. We've this watched is every such episode. a great show. The yeah. kids love this show, too. It's just it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, it, it was created by Mindy Kaling, who is also a Peloton user. Yeah. So a little tie in there. So but uh, yeah, it's on Netflix. So if you have it, you should check it out and you can watch it with like your teenagers. It's you know, it's not I mean. It's not raunchy, but it's raunchy adjacent at times. But if you've got a 14, 15, 16 year old and you put an iPhone in their hand, this there ain't nothing on the show that they haven't already seen. So yeah, calm down. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to uh, euphoria. Please don't. Yes. That <laughs> euphoria, on the other hand, is just nightmare fuel for parents. Yes. I love it. It's a great show. But. But yes. do not watch that with your teenagers. No, That's what I mean. <laughs> you, they will take your teenagers away from you if you watch that with your, <laughs> with your kids. But this is a wholesome one you can watch. I love watching it with our kids. Yeah. They enjoy it. So do we. 
the Krogus, the Kroger, well, you can tell I'm a heavy metal fan because I wanted to say Crocus. <laughs> Is so that what happened there? A, yeah, it's a it's a band from the 80s. Okay. So, you know, okay. Midnight Maniacs, Tonight sure. Long Sticks Go Boom. Like okay. that's their, yeah. So anyway, uh, but... <laughs> Kroger Wellness Festival is happening in <laughs> September and uh, Allie Love will be taking part. Yeah. So the reason I, I meant I actually saw this was because um, I love this paragraph. Here's where Carrie Underwood will come in, not as a singer, but instead presenting a special workout September 24th with her trainer, Eve Overland. And, oh, you know, Mind Over Matter session with Love Squad founder Allie Love. Now, I find that fascinating because they say nothing about Peloton. Yeah. Nothing. Love Squad founder only. But at any rate, she will be there. And uh, this sounds really cool. This this whole concert sounds really great because there's there's going to have um, Eli Young Band and Fits in the Tantrums. And it's going to be that sounds like a great show. We need to pop over to Cincinnati, Tom. <laughs> I'll get right on that. OK. Hannah Frankson is hosting an event for singles at. 180 house yeah this this sounds fun so she it's a singles night and it's going to be they're going to play games there's going to be more to it than that but the whole reason that i posted this is because hannah frankson is the one who's actually hosting it sure and uh it just sounds like one of those like i picture we watch that show what is the show called um uh, love on the spectrum oh, and, okay. uh, you, and in that particular show They show a lot of speed dating Got, events, yeah. And that's what this reminds me of Is like a speed dating event That's what I'm picturing For sure And uh, But with Hannah Frankson Being the person who's like Keeping it all going So it sounds like a lot of Just a ton of fun <laughs> So Logan Aldridge will be uh, Taking part in Fashion Week yeah, I would not have. I, I don't. I yeah, I'm surprised at that. Like, I've never seen him do anything else with fashion, so this gotcha. kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um. But at any rate, very cool. He is going to be hosting Fashion Week Revolution, and that takes place September 12th. Um. It's going to be uh new. That's during New York Fashion Week. I'm sure if you follow fashion, you already know that. I am and quite the fashion plate. I am not. I'm and uh, <laughs> everyone knows that I am not. And uh, it it's it's on the runway of dreams. Look at that. Yeah. Our uh, our instructors are just hosting, 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 they hosting are. all the things. Speaking of hosting all and the things. I know. We got another one. Cody Rigsby is taking part in Alta One. Am I saying that right? You are. Alta stands for American Land Title Association. Again, where did this come from? Just kind of out of nowhere. It's not like he does a lot of land titling, you know? You don't know. I don't, I don't know. He could be a big fan I, of land titling. I, I don't know. We all have hobbies. <laughs> But he's going to sit down and discuss the importance of self-care and mental health while he is there. Um, and it's part of the New Horizons. I think that they have all been kind of fed into the speaker circuit. You think? And like, <laughs> and so they're like, you can hire a Peloton instructor as one of your guest speakers. Yeah. And so people that build these conferences are like, oh, that's fun and different. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I think that's why you're seeing a lot of this kind of stuff. I totally agree. Peloton in the news. By the time you hear this episode, this will probably already be common knowledge, but uh, we oh, it will. But we record on Wednesdays, so we knew it first. Yeah, there you go. Take that. <laughs> uh, but all for one is just around the corner, and you know exactly when. Yeah, we do. Um, it's going to take place on my birthday. It's really nice of them to do oh, that. Oh, is that is that in August this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be uh, the 19th through the 21st. So basically, they're just celebrating me all for one for my birthday. Wow, three days of labor, your poor mother. <laughs> 
<laughs> my birthday was actually on the 20th. Oh, yeah. Hang on. Let not, me get a, Let me grab a pen. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you're taking notes. But for real, uh, All for One is going to take place August 19th through 21st. And uh, it's going to be announced on Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern. We just happened to already know. Yeah. How about that? And I'll have you know, and for the listeners know too, I keep a calendar of all the Peloton birthdays you for do. all the instructors. You do. And you're on it too. Aww. So there. I'm not an instructor. Well, it's Peloton related. It's like JV's on there. She's not an instructor. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Well, it's nice to be included. Peloton has uh, revealed a new live schedule. They have. They have. Um <laughs> you sound excited. I'm not. I'm not excited about this. It. I do not like it at all. What don't you like about it? So it used to be back right. in the day, which I know we're never going back there. Go I'm back trying. There. I'm trying to get past it. I'm just not there yet. But it used to be that every morning at at six a.m. or five a.m. Central, mm-hmm. there you had a class and you could take it, and it was a spin class, and then. When they added the tread, I kind of always thought there would start to be running classes at the same time. So, you know, run or bike. Yeah, like almost like different channels. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that has never happened on a regular basis. It's never been every day. We've never. And then at some point during the entire fiasco of COVID, Mm -hmm. the regularity of the schedule just went poof. There was just no more regularity. Right. You used to be able to take classes all day long. All day long, especially spin classes. And they used to be 45 minutes like freaking clockwork all went away. I have long defended that and always said, oh, it's going to be back. It's going to be back after COVID. I was wrong. I was wrong. And I, <laughs> I hate being wrong. But I also just hate what this looks like now. So, yeah, there's all these new classes. But if you scroll down and you look at what they are, it's a big freaking mess. So they have Monday through Thursday, you're going to have cycling and tread. So cycling is going to be at 2 a.m. Eastern because, you know, they're trying to get the UK and the other side of the world. Okay, so I've got that. And then 7 a.m., 10 a.m., noon, 2 p.m., and then 7 p.m. Okay, that doesn't sound bad, but the problem is they say cycling and tread. When you go to the tread, there's one class. (laughs) That's not Monday through Thursday. There's one class on Monday. One. And 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 I and I'm talking about running. I, I don't I don't like this walking and boot camps. Like I want a freaking run class every day. How hard is that? And I don't want to pick from one PM. Yeah. That's not that's not a good schedule. So so yeah, there's there's regularity to it, but they're they're kind of like condensing it and then like see all the choices you get. But when you start breaking it down, you don't. The cycling is there on all those days, but the tread is not because they break down. You've got running, walking, hiking, boot camps. But if you and if you scroll back up, I'm just a little not all the way up. You will see that they have different days. So like tread boot camps, they're, they're going to be Monday through Friday. You get those 12 p.m. Eastern. Walking, you get those 10 a.m. Eastern. Where's the run? Where is the freaking run? <laughs> There's no run. Who did this and why? Do you think that they, they, they have data that shows that 
people want these other versions of it? I don't know. I mean, because that's what we talk about when the 45 minutes started to go away and they pivoted to 20s. And, I, I, and, I know, you know. I know. And so, but I mean, then, then tell me that data. I want to yeah. know that data because I, I don't, I don't understand. I, I would like to know. I also wonder if, if you would ever see that thicken up if they start to to move more treads. I mean, I think that they cater to the bike because they just have sold so many more of them. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I just wonder if that plays a role. I don't know either. But you know, there's bar and Pilates and walking. Yeah, and strength. But I get strength from tonal, and it's I like that, and I like my programs over there. So this does nothing for me as a consumer. Not <laughs> yeah. one thing. I don't want to take a bike class five times a day. I want to take one running class every day and I, I'm not getting that so the one thing that I actually love about Peloton right now like I am totally in my running I don't get yeah everybody else got something no running so yeah okay I'm bitter so we've been seeing reports of people having uh, trouble booking classes like physically getting the software to function yeah there's been numerous accounts of just different things happening uh and and for the record i've checked the status page multiple times the status page says everything's good so that's not what's going on this appears to be account related and it also appears to just be like something happening now i never mentioned this but back when jen sherman did her first live class I heard that day that, you know, all of the Jen's men crew was there. There were OG members. There was a ton of people. But when everyone showed up to walk into the class, there were two people that had a a confirmation. They were in the class. It was all good. They got booted last minute because two people got moved off the wait list Nobody knows why it happened. Nobody knows how it happened. And Jen Sherman being Jen Sherman, she made sure they were taken care of and they were still in the class. Like it it was all good. That's not my point. I'm not trying to like bring it up. Well, the reason I'm trying to say that is because this this woman, Lisa Shalik, posted on the OPP that she got into Robin's class on 812, got the email confirmation. Then she gets an email from Peloton saying the class has been it's over capacity. She's been removed from it. Then she gets two more emails confirming she's in the class. <laughs> then she sees her class and it says she's waitlisted. So she's been moved to the waitlist. That was the overall with that. But <laughs> That's a mess. That's yeah, messy. For sure. That's real messy. You know, and, and for people who are trying to like schedule travel and stuff, that's right. a really big deal. I understand it's not that big of a deal if you like you live in the city and you just get to pop in any time. Right. That's okay. But when you're coming <laughs> from however far away, that's a big deal. Yeah. If you built a big trip around it, mm -hmm. I mean, it's still frustrating even if you live there. Oh, for sure. But, for but sure. Even more so if you travel to get there and then it happens. Absolutely. And, and I'm more just saying. Saying it like be careful because I don't want people like traveling halfway across the country and then finding out oh yeah you're not actually in that class yeah because they're not going to necessarily be able to fix it for you in that moment yeah I mean, you would think that you'd boot a local before you booted somebody who traveled yes it depends on who that local is yeah so yeah because they didn't boot anybody the day that that happened with the Jen Sherman class right so 
Yeah, and then there's been other things happening too. Like there's been accounts that like they can't go in and buy the studio packages and the studio credits because uh, you have to buy the studio credits before you can apply the studio credits. And, right. And there's been people that like their account will not let them buy it, but other people in their family's account can buy it. So lots of confusion around that. And again, it's hit and miss. This is not happening to everybody. Lots of people are having very good success with it. So I'm not sure why that's happening or what's causing it. But I just want people to be aware that if you're traveling, double check, triple check that you have everything right. set before you get on that plane. Also, Tom, while we're on the subject yes. of, of classes, I wanted to bring up uh, Trish McIsaac Lalonde. Uh, she posted in the clip out group that she had asked Peloton how she could get the classes booked, yada, yada. And they told her they are going to now be releasing six six weeks ahead of time okay. so classes are not going to be four weeks as i had originally been told it's going to be six weeks and the other thing is is that if you're looking for the end of september this person suggested looking this coming monday so it would be the 15th or uh, and also keeping an eye on it the 26th as well so um if you're looking for the end of september that's what you need to do they go fast there's only three days a week that these classes are available and they are gone in minutes. So if you are trying to do this, you have got to, you need multiple devices, you need a setup, you need a system and you need everyone to shut up so you can get it done <laughs> because otherwise it's going to, you're going to miss out. So I'm, I'm trying to give you all the things to make this happen for you. CNBC is reporting that you can now access Peloton bikes when you're waiting at the airport or some airports if uh, you can get into a Capital One lounge. Now, there's going to be two new lounges that are opening in 2023, one in Denver and one in D.C. They are going to feature nap pods and Peloton bikes. Oh, so they're targeting both of us. Yeah. You can take a nap while I ride. <laughs> Precisely. It's going to be awesome. That's I love that deal. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So does that mean we need to get a Capital One card now? Yes. Coming from techguide.com.au... Australians didn't skip their exercises during winter, according to research by Peloton. Yeah, I thought this was interesting that Peloton is the one that provided the research. Uh, it says the study is called The Motivation That Matters, and it showed, 20, uh, excuse me, 84% of Australians did not shirk their exercise. That was Australians. Yeah. Cheeky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, they continue to work out at home. And so kind of to our point earlier, when we were talking to John Mills, see, like when I see this, I'm like, how does that match a table that shows this is decreasing? Right. When it gives people the ability to continue to work out. To John's point, this is in Australia, not the U.S. And also that table true. only showed the U.S. Yeah. And it's not showing usage. It's showing new acquisition of membership. Yep. So there's also that. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it was interesting on a lot of levels. And I thought it was cool. So we included it. You can now get PRs on Lane Break. I know you're super excited about that. I am. So first of all, I have done some of my best biking on Lane Break. I don't know what it is about gamifying something, but <laughs> my average... You're competitive. You I, like to win. I guess so. Yeah. You'd think the leaderboard would do it for me, but no. Uh, having like... Somebody, I think because you don't feel like you can win the leaderboard. That's that's probably exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, and having like this game in front of me that's like, I'm trying to get 
two things, one, 100%, but also as many points as I can get, it pushes me so hard. I mean, my my legs will be aching and I'm just like, go, 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 <laughs> talking to myself like I'm on a mountain or something. Yeah. You know? uh, it's amazing what I can do with self-talk with lane break. I don't know. It's just it's unlocking something in me. But anyway, you can get PRs now. You couldn't before. You you might know that you had a PR based on your average output, but you couldn't. Right. You couldn't recognize it anywhere. Now you get. You get badges and it shows you like this is your how many classes you've taken and it'll show you your PR. So that's exciting. Woo. (laughs) Plus, you need to take Lizzo's lane break. I mean, she didn't create it. Right. It's a Lizzo collection of classes on lane break. It's 30 minutes. It's amazing. And that's okay. Mike Tyson didn't really create punch out either. He didn't. No, I thought he did. I thought he sat down. He's not very good at the coding. (laughs) (laughs) It does not surprise me. (laughs) Clip out. Joining us once again via the magic from Zoom tube of all. <laughs> sure. Leave it in. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be one of those. All the way from MetPro, wherever that's at. Uh, here to answer all of your nutrition questions. It's Angelo. Hey, how's it going? Hi, Angelo. <laughs> Are we just moving forward with this? We are. We're going with forward. it. We're going with Let's it. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Here we are. We're getting to know each other pretty well, guys. <laughs> we are. Let's do um, this. If only everyone knew how much fun we had before we start recording. <laughs> They're like, oh, you should do that in the show sometime. <laughs> no, I'll get in trouble. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, but we do need some help for Elaine Stevens. Now, okay. Elaine wrote in and she said that she's having every problem with nutrition and i asked her to be specific so she said she rides her peloton every day she plays pickleball three mornings a week but she cannot seem to eat in a healthy manner she has tried subscribing to healthy meal delivery services but she can't stand the lack of flavor so like elaine just doesn't even know where to get started you know, and just a uh, tangent here, I'm a big fan of food services when they're used right, but they have to be a tool because what, what we need is the skill set where we can at any point, anywhere we are, any season in life, we can dial in quality and consistent nutrition because we have that skill set and it is a skill set a lot of people don't realize it's not just like a decision sometimes people talk about nutrition as it's strictly a oh well once you decide you want to eat healthy it's a done deal you have to just make that decision no there's a lot more to it (laughs) because you know our our clients the first time they meal prep they'll come back and tell me that took two hours (laughs) i'm like Trust me, you're going to have this down to 10 minutes. But right now, this is the first time. So you're learning. You're learning that skill set. So, Elaine, don't be disheartened. We're going to get this. So whether you're using some some pre-made meals or not, what I want you to do is anchor to two things. I want you to have your breakfast in the morning, which I'm confident you're able to do. And I want you to, at the time you're having breakfast, whether you're when you're preparing it or getting ready in the morning, I want you to take just five minutes. I want you to prepare and commit to an afternoon snack. If you can do that, here's what's going to happen. That's going to be one of those disruptive behaviors that is minimal input as far as your time invested, maximal disruption in a good way. 
as far as your daily routine, because then I know you're going to get a clean, basic, healthy breakfast. And I know you're going to have a simple, you're looking for simple, portable, low perishability, and not a lot of cleanup for the attributes and traits you're looking for with that afternoon snack. I'm a a big fan of something as simple as as fruit and nuts, something simple like, uh, you know, jerky and uh, and a piece of fruit, rice cake and almond butter. You come up with something real, real simple that you like Uh, yogurt and berries. Simple. Once you have that in place, when you have breakfast, what you're going to find is it ticks up your metabolism. So you're actually going to be hungrier for lunch. Likely, you won't overeat at lunch because you know you've already committed to having that afternoon snack and you already have the sunken costs into the time to prepare that snack. So you're going to eat a reasonable portion at lunch. Then you're going to have that afternoon snack, which is going to stabilize your blood sugar in the afternoon. Now we've had breakfast, lunch, afternoon snack. Your odds of the back half of your day working out well are dramatically improved. You're not going to have as many cravings in the evening. You're not going to be as blood sugar craving hungry at dinner. And you're not going to have as many blood sugar craving swings at night after dinner. So odds are you're going to be able to execute a little bit more willpower in the evening and it's all going to come together. So let me break it down, Elaine. Your number one priority is breakfast and afternoon snack. Dial that in for a week. Once you feel like, hey, I've checked that box, I've got it. The next thing I want you to do is move into consistent lunches. Lunches is the meal of the day that we're usually on the go. We're busy. We're doing things. We don't always have as much time for. So if you can prepare a few in advance, that's going to be the next meal in the order of priority. Once you have that, all you need to do is look at your dinners as having the groceries in the house, whether you're preparing for the family, if you have kids, whatever your circumstances, if you have quality foods in the house, our general cultures in this you know, corner of the world is that we'll take a few more minutes for dinner. That's where you can exercise good decision-making, willpower, values, etc. Earlier in the day, we're looking for pragmatic, practical, functional solutions and getting ahead of the curve by having food prepared. So that's going to be my my recommendation. And Elaine, I know you're going to be successful. You know why? Because you already have traits. You already have qualities. You're already consistent with your Peloton. You enjoy pickleball. These are things that you're putting effort into. You're being consistent with. If you put even a a small amount of that effort into the food, you're going to be amazed at the results you get with the combination. I'm excited for Elaine. You got me all pumped up for Elaine. <laughs> Keep us posted, Elaine. Keep us posted. So she can have pickles on MetPro. We're okay. She can have pickles on okay. MetPro. And I'm assuming balls are okay. So what? What? We're talking about pickleball. Don't make it weird, honey. I was excited when you said sunk cost there for a second. I felt like I was on Freakonomics. Stephen Dubner made the big time. Well, thank you so much for all of that. Uh, Until next time, where can people find you and have this sort of advice tailor made for them and their nutrition goals? Absolutely. It's uh, metpro.co slash TCO. 
Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Peloton Celebrity Sightings. Britney Spears posted on Instagram and she was next to her Peloton. Yeah, and she did like a whole dance and everything. And uh, it was it was pretty funny. But this is one of the still images that she decided to post. And uh, she she loves working out on her Peloton. So. How about that? Welcome yeah. to the family, Brittany. And, you know, it's uh, one of the little perks of being co-host of the clip out with you is that this forced you to send me a picture of Britney Spears. Yeah. So ta-da. you're welcome. <laughs> and speaking of celebrities and their Peloton, Sebastian Maniscalco was spotted on his Peloton on the gram. Yeah. Who who is this? He's a comedian. He's actually I mean, a super big name comedian. He does very well. He'll if he came to town, he'd play a three or four thousand seater, maybe even do two shows. Well, uh, he's got a blue check mark. So, I mean, I know he's a big deal. Yeah. And they're all the instructors were posting on it. It's got lots of likes. So yeah. I, know he, I know he's a big deal. I just don't know who he is. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that he's built a very successful stand up career. But unlike a lot of successful stand ups, he doesn't have like a show or a movie to it's just he's out working the that's, road that's very impressive yeah totally impressive. it's it's really hard to get to that level just doing that so like well done yeah. another connection that he has to the show besides his peloton yeah he and i are in the same fraternity not at really? the same time or the same school but like yeah that's neat i'm a sigma pi and so is he well then just you know call up your little frat brother and say hey Sebastian, join us on the show. Yeah, I'll see if they put his number in the buzz book. (laughs) (laughs) In case you missed it. You know, if you just can't get enough of Crystal during the week, or if you'd like more Crystal and less me, (laughs) you are in luck. Because she was on a uh, podcast recently. I was. It's called Strong by Design. And uh, we talked all about like how you can change your life into what you want it to be rather than what it is. And it kind of talks through how we went from project management to podcasting and and being a Met Pro coach and just kind of that whole journey. Sure. And we talk a lot about how the Peloton community had so much to do with that and how, how like they are the ones that caused me to be curious about what else I could do and what was next in my life. So it was a fun conversation. I really enjoyed it and appreciated being asked to be on. Awesome. And that's episode 242, If in case you hear this later and you're trying to figure out where it is. And uh, I see on the picture here, only you are on the podcast, but the picture is of both of us. Mm So mm -hmm. I'm going to have to have my management team contact yours, see if we can get that adjusted. Okay. Yeah. That's just not, uh, it just just seems misleading. You didn't didn't approve. It seems misleading to people. Tom did not approve of this I would hate for someone to tune into Strong by Design and be disappointed that I'm not there. Well, I mean, it does say featuring Crystal O'Keefe. It doesn't say Tom O'Keefe. Well, then don't use a picture of me. I'll let my people know. Okay. (laughs) The joke is you are your people and you're also my people. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Is it a joke? (laughs) I'm laughing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, and you're laughing too. So all's well that ends well. Peloton birthdays. And we have two birthdays coming up this week. Uh, Because it's August. Because it's August. Rebecca Kennedy, August 13th. And Nicole Boleyn, 
on August 17th. Happy you- birthday to both. Yeah. It, it, I, I just want to mention for anybody out there who doesn't know, like, who is Nicole right. Marine? Yeah. Uh, she was one of the original instructors, and uh, she left the company back in 2017, I believe. Um, it might have been 16. It was late 16, early 17. So it's been a long time, but she had a lot to do with the growth of the company, especially yeah. back at the beginning. So we just want to make sure we, we say Re- happy birthday. Remember our history. Yeah. Yes, and yes. she was also, both of these ladies have been interviewed on the podcast if they you'd have. like to know more about them. Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Melissa Urso. Hey, Melissa, how's it going? Hey, how are you guys? Great. So glad this is finally happening. I know. <laughs> I can't believe it's happening. I know. It's exciting. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. you know my first question because I always start with this. But when yeah. did you find Peloton, and how so, how did it come into your life? So we got our bike. I think it was October of 2018. We bought our house um, a couple months earlier. So we were living in an apartment, and once we got a house, it was like, oh, we should get a Peloton. Like we have room now, <laughs> and it was like literally we thought about it. It was like two in the afternoon, eight p.m. We were like online ordering it, like barely researched it. We were just like, let's let's just. Like you can finance it. There's no interest. It was just like a no brainer. Like I didn't even have to talk my husband into it, which was awesome. So, <laughs> but yeah, so I didn't really know anybody that had one personally. I was kind of just all in for the idea. I start. I took spin on and off since probably like 2013 at my gym. So I was super into it. I I had been to Soul Cycle and other studios, like when I visited mm-hmm. New York and mm-hmm. places, but. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm just kidding. Yeah, what a week for Soul Cycle to come up. I know, crazy, crazy. Can't wait to hear that episode. Stay tuned on Friday. Oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm there for it. So, but yeah, so we got it then. And that was like the start. We kind of built up a home gym after we got our Peloton with like free weights and all kinds of stuff. It was like the start of like our home gym metropolis of our basement of our old house. So, yeah. So did you, had you seen it like on, on Facebook ads or? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, definitely social media. I, in a girl in my anesthesia school in my class, she had one. We went to school from 2015 to 2017. I think she got it in like 2016. She was like a real OG and I had been to her apartment and I'd seen it. I had never been on it, but I was like, I was always like intrigued by the idea. It was just a cool idea. I didn't have any. I'm from Erie, Pennsylvania. So I moved to Pittsburgh in 2017 and where I lived in Pittsburgh originally, there were no like spin places anywhere near me. I had a gym in my apartment, but you know, so I was like, Oh, that, you know, I just was like itching to get back on the bike. Cause I hadn't been to a spin class in forever. So, um, that is, I think what really like propelled us to do it. I was like, I want, I really want to spin. This seems like a great way to do it. So yeah. So I had definitely social media and like where I primarily had heard about it. So it's uh, it's funny because you're like, oh, a real OG. But like these days, you're an OG by yeah, the exactly. current standards. Exactly. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. But yeah, that's true. It's a sliding scale. <laughs> it is a sliding yeah. scale. Now, you said that your husband, you didn't have to talk your husband into it. Do, does he use no. the bike as well? 
So he started out using it a fair amount. And nowadays, no, he's super into running. He's running the New York City Marathon in November. Wait, so are you I'm married to Ashton excited. Kutcher? <laughs> yes. Does Melissa Kuhn? Does me I was going cool to wait till the end to reveal that. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are, I already texted him when I saw that he was running. I screenshotted it. And I was like, all right, we found the first celebrity we have to look out for. <laughs> I don't know what is wrong with my ears. These like will not stay in. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he's running that. So he's, he's really into running, lifting. So he, he wrote a lot in the beginning um, and now he's gotten more into running. So he'll do like CrossFit type workouts and he'll use the bike for his cardio portion, but he hasn't taken like classes quite as much anymore. So, well, that's that must be nice. You don't have to share as much. It then. is actually. I was at first. I was like, "Why don't you like it? Like, get back on the bike." And now I'm kind of like, eh, "Stay off. It's fine. Free <laughs> rain." And <laughs> so yeah, it works out. <laughs> you don't have to adjust the seat all the time. Exactly. Exactly. Like and we did just get, yes. Yes, I have him trained pretty well because we have two cats and a baby. So <laughs> he's pretty good about putting the seat down. But when other people come over, I'm like. Let's see that. So, I'm very lucky. I don't have to yell. That is a He's losing trainable. It's a losing battle in this house. I have yes, stopped. I feel like I'm very. I'm lucky. I feel like that's the case, and for most people, so yeah, yeah. I gave. I gave up. It's weird because I grew yeah. up. My my dad was actually really good about that. He always put it down, and so it has been a real like culture shock living yeah. with Tom. I bet. Yeah, no, I bet. I feel like I put it down all the time. No, you don't. Because <laughs> I even we, I even had the fancy toilet seat where you just tap it and it slowly. Oh no! You did put the fancy one on, and yeah. I'm not saying you never do it, but it is not all the time <laughs> by far. No. Well, it doesn't count in the middle of the night. Because <laughs> I'll pee like five times in the middle of the night. So I am aware. So I'm just like, I'm like that's that's too much in the middle of the night. Melissa's like, I don't need to be here for this. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, so now you guys both come from active backgrounds then. Yeah. You've been active your whole life. He's been active his whole yeah. life. Uh, now, did you guys get a treadmill too? Do you have a treadmill? Like, we did. Is it a Peloton yeah. tread? Yes, it is. So we actually just moved it. We built a house. We just moved in uh, almost two months ago, like 15 minutes from our old house. So our old house was in this like kind of a quaint little area, a suburb of Pittsburgh called Oakmont that we loved. Um, It was built in like 1920. So our basement was unfinished, very like, you know, old house basement. You could hide a body in it. And nobody yeah, would there know. There may have been bodies yeah. in the rafters. I don't know. So, yeah, there, was still was a cold, there was still a cold yes. chamber. And, yes. Yeah. That's, that's the type. So there was no way a tread was getting down there. Or if we got it down, I don't know if we would have got it back up. So I was like, once we decided to build, I was like, okay, when can I order my tread? And he was like, my husband's like, really? Like, that, that's what you, I'm like, yes, that's what I'm thinking about. Like, I'm excited about the house, but now we can have the treadmill. I'm so. decorating. What's the problem? Yeah, exactly. No big deal. Normal. So we were like a month away from closing on our house. And we have a showroom at the mall here. So my mom came down. It was like, I think Memorial Day weekend. So it was like a few weeks before we closed. I was like, I'm just going to, we're going to go to the mall. Like, take the baby in the stroller. And I'm like, well, I should just go to the store while I'm here. And then I was like, well, I mean, the delivery time's probably going to be a few months. So I might, so I got home and I was like, I might have ordered the tread today. He's like, are you kidding me? Like, what is 
yet. I'm like, eh, delivery is not going to be till July. Like, it's it's good. It's fine. Yeah, get out in front of this stuff. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so I did. Yeah. So has, yeah. does he end up now? He uses the tread since he's a run. Yeah. He's all focused yes, on exactly. Running. So that has been very useful, especially like we've had a ton of rain lately, which has. Yeah, that's been perfect for him because we don't have like it's kind of like a lot of back roads, windy roads where we live now, where we used to live. Like it was very residential sidewalks and you could just kind of go out and run. Now he will run here, but it's kind of like oh, you're risking your life, like running yeah. out on these streets. So he's more apt to use the tread and he loves it. So that's yeah. great. Mean he streets in Pittsburgh. <laughs> taking your yeah, oh, life in your yeah. hands. People put chair like have you ever heard of the parking situation thing in yeah. Pittsburgh? The folding chairs, like yeah. people put folding what? chairs to reserve their parking spot. Are you like, serious? Yeah, it's like a thing. Yes, I thought he was like, joking. I thought you were no, joking. No, it's real. <laughs> it is real. I'll send you guys a picture the next time I see one. That's okay. the etiquette. Like, yeah, you drive by and like you see a folding chair and like don't move that yeah. chair. That's somebody's spot. What yeah. happens yeah. if you move it? Like, are they gonna come get oh. you? Fight. Yeah, it would probably be bad. Okay. It'd probably. <laughs> yeah. It would probably make the news. I'm really glad I you mean, told me this in case I'm yeah, ever in, yeah, in Pittsburgh. Don't, yeah, exactly. Don't yeah, chuck a battery a, in be your a brawl. head. Yes. Because, man, I'll get out and move anything. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. there's a there's a car yeah. in that parking spot. I'll well, get out and move I, it. That's yeah, different. Well, I would, you wouldn't just, think it's supposed to be there. Exactly. Like, don't get me wrong. People, yeah, you would think it's like, oh, somebody just like the wind blew it or whatever. But yeah. don't get me wrong. People are very nice here, but don't mess with their chairs. But there's an etiquette. Or, yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah. just a local thing. Everybody yeah. knows. Exactly. Especially exactly. like in the winter when you shovel yeah. out a spot. <laughs> that's yes. true. Yeah. You you work hard for that parking spot. Do people ever get their chairs confused? Like, are they like, oh. Um, you know, probably, <laughs> because I feel like they're all usually just like the cheap folding chairs. Right? Like people right. don't use like their nice chairs. So there's there's not really a way to like differentiate. Do you not have. They probably, maybe they put their name in Sharpie on it. Do you not have wind in Pittsburgh? See? Like, when... We do, but I don't know. Somehow they like stay in place. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It's weird. They're like magnetized to the street. I wonder if they, they do that. Special holders. For yeah, them. like I wonder if they do that in, in St. Louis City. Like when you, you know, because you live in the city, oh, yeah. you park on the street a lot. Yeah, you know, yeah. like we, we're in the suburbs, and so we, right. we don't have to. We have a driveway and a garage. We don't have to worry about right. that. But, yeah, not an issue. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Huh. I don't know. You learn it something new every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got all distracted. I don't even know what we were talking about. How did Peloton. we get here? We were talking about Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so he's running the New York City Marathon. What's going yeah. on with you? What are you working on right now? Well, obviously, all I can think about, I'm losing sleep, is like, how do I schedule a class at the studio? Yeah. So I'm like, I need to like, I don't know when, is it two weeks in advance? Okay, I just the... heard this this week. It's now okay. four weeks in advance. <gasps> okay, but, I got to get on my But it doesn't officially then. open until August 19th, and then they'll start posting okay. classes four weeks in advance. Four weeks. Okay, so, okay. But I mean, they're so, still going to okay. go like crazy. Like you're, yes. like, I'm just I'm like. I'm going to have to set my alarm at like three in the morning or whatever to like. Well, it's 24, it, it's like, like 24 hours to that time. whatever so the time of the that, class That's is. the way it what used to be. I don't know if it still okay. will be, but it's that's like, how it was before. It's like trying to get a dinner okay. reservation at Disney. It is. Yes, it is. It's insane. That's, yeah. It's insane. But I've oh heard, though, what they're doing now if to Uh-oh. pick to pick the bike you like, you just put a lawn chair on it. <laughs> I mean, I have an advantage over everybody yeah. as, as long as there's no other Pittsburgh Ginzers that are going to be there. So, I mean. Did you say Ginzer? I'm, what's a Ginzer? Oh, Yinzer. Yinzer. What's a Yinzer? So that's like the slang term for Pittsburgh people. Yinzers. Why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I don't actually know the history Yinzers. of it, but yes. Okay. Yinzers. Well, we are learning a lot. Is that a Z yeah. or an S? 
Uh, Z. He's to the Google. So like people like my in-laws have a very Pittsburghese accent and they'll say like, you guys want to come over for dinner tonight? Like it means you all. Uh, but it, Oh, yeah, like here we say use. Okay. Yeah. yeah we get, we yeah, have a lot of so, use. Yeah. We do have yeah. that. <laughs> so they're like super Pittsburghese. And it's like anything that's like down, it's instead of D-O-W-N, it's D-A-H-N. Like downtown. Like that's very kind of like similar to Boston accent, but it has its own like Pittsburgh Flair. That's fascinating. So, fascinating. It, it is. If you listen to people like real Pittsburghers talk, it's like, it's like wow, like <laughs> it is. <laughs> It's its own thing. So this is from Urban Dictionary. Oh, Yenzers are so called because they speak a regional dialect of American English featuring the use of yens or yuns as the second person plural pronoun. Yenzers are the subject of a number of stereotypes, some of which they are actively proud and consciously reinforce to strengthen their sense of identity. An example of being their use of French fries as a condiment. Oh. oh, yeah, that's a thing, too. What fries are, on everything. Really? Fries on salads. Fries. Have you heard of Permani Brothers, the no, restaurant? No. Yeah. Well, it's like a, so it was originally in the, the Strip District, which is now like a very like hip place to live. I lived there when I first moved here. Um, but it was, you, She's so you, hip. You, yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's like, it's a very hip place to live. I live there. That was, <laughs> 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 that was the prerequisite to live down there. Was she wasn't hip till I moved in. And then. <laughs> right. Then it took off. Value skyrocket. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So uh, yeah, there's a pr- the original one is there, and it was like it's like a late night sandwich place with like a bar where like it used to be like truckers would come through. The strip district is like a very like industrial area where there's a lot of warehouses, and um, so that's where it started. It was like this dive sandwich place where they'd go in the middle of the night to get food, and now it's huge. There's probably like. 20 of them it's a chain now wow Um, like there's one in erie where i'm from two hours away but their signature thing is it's a sandwich with this like thick italian bread you can get all different kinds of like meats and then they top it with fries and coleslaw Holy so it's crap. just like is the sandwich is like that. It's it's huge. You have to like cut it in half and yeah. Okay. Like we actually yeah. I gotta know, how are you fitting that into a Metpro diet? <laughs> I have sadly I have not enjoyed many Permani sandwiches uh since I started okay. Metpro. Okay. It's one of the sacrifices I had to make, but it's been was, worth it. I just heard carbs, 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 carbs. It's literally like yeah, it's like ninety percent it's like eighty percent carbs, ten percent fat two percent i don't know like literally all carbs <laughs> this much fat no protein except like a little bit of meat that's, that's my <laughs> it's like they have these giant beer glasses and like a, it's like a size of like a cowboy boot like those huge tall glasses it sounds like a lot of fun yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of carbs and a lot of fun yeah yeah so. <laughs> Ooh, okay, well, Pittsburgh. you we have, have a little like list going now. Like I do. Yeah. Like I, I'm going to watch for chairs. Yeah. Uh, I might tip one over like we do in the Midwest, like cows, you know, tip thing. I'm just yes. kidding. I've never tipped a cow. Chair tipping. <laughs> Chair tipping. Exactly. Like a, she's, like too new, tough. Uh, she's too sport. tough to tip a cow. She went straight for bulls. <laughs> And then I'm going to have a, a cowboy boot full of beer and yes. a carb sandwich. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It'd be um, awesome. It sounds really good, actually. That sandwich <laughs> yeah. sounded yummy. It's very good. It's very very good. They do it. Well, I bet yeah. you can. Yeah, you can, you can get it without. Okay. Yeah. You won't get yelled at. Just don't get it with, if you get the fries on the side, everybody in the restaurant, like it, like it becomes like silent and everyone's like. It's like record scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's like 
a big no-no. Like I know, like in what Philadelphia, yes. if you get the whatever yes. without cheese or cheese whiz on it, yes, like the cheese you're steak. like. Yeah, you're like immediate, immediately like excommunicated from the city. They're like, you need to leave. Them. There's so many rules in all like these that. cities. Are, yeah, <laughs> it is. It's a little stressful at first, but then once you live here, you get you get the hang of it. So okay. I'll help you guys out, though. Okay, I'll, I'll be there for you. She's gonna yeah. protect us. Yeah, <laughs> and she's she's uh, she's really strong from all of her her running and yeah, biking exactly. And yeah. She's very She'll in shape. Beat yeah. people away with a chair. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I will. No yinzers are touching you guys. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds fun. <laughs> How do we get here again? Um, oh man! <laughs> so okay, so you you said you were working on something. What were you working on? I got lost. Where did we go? I was asking what you were working Wait. on. I was like, what are you doing right now? He's running the marathon. Uh, I can't she remember. Forgot. I'm so tired. I don't know what happened. Talking about the tread, oh, the treadmill into my new was it was it that? I don't know. I totally lost my train of thought. Okay, well, I'll just change subjects. So, oh, you said you were working on going to the studio. How did we get there? That's right. You were asking about me. <laughs> It is going to be really tough, but I guarantee you, you will have better luck doing it than people who live far away like myself, because you you don't have to plan a whole trip around it. Right, right. And uh, we're going, so the marathon's on the Sunday, so Mm -hmm. we're going to go, we're going the Friday before and we're staying through like the following Thursday. So I'm going to try, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to try to do anything before the race because it'll be, we're bringing our daughter. So that's going to be super fun, but she'll be like 18 months. So it's going to be a lot of work. I might be working harder with her watching her than my husband will be running the marathon. So, <laughs> we'll see. That's TBD. Yeah. Um, so your so marathon go lasts like 18 years. Exactly. Yeah. It's not ending anytime soon. No. So I should get the medal, really. Let's be honest. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yes, I have a kid turning 18 in like, like a week like a week yeah he's oh my god a week yeah i when we get back from our cruise he doesn't know it all his shit's on the front doorstep oh, that's it yeah <laughs> the cruise is like the last yeah like hurrah like yeah. enjoy this because like, surprise you don't live here anymore he's gonna be like but i'm just starting my senior year of high school he should have been be born at a different well, time you're 18 sorry yeah. <laughs> rules a rule that's <laughs> <laughs> nice that you're giving him a cruise though like as his last, you know, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was only a sale because yeah. it was like third and fourth passenger. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. So, I mean, I'm like, well, you need to let it go to you waste. Pass that up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. It's like a BOGO, you know, we practically yeah. save money by taking them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's doing you a favor. Like he should be thanking you guys. Yeah. We can't afford not to take <laughs> We did find out that he can have a, he can drink alcohol Ooh. on his 18th birthday. So he doesn't. Nice. On the boat, we have to sign a waiver. I yeah. don't know that we're going to, but oh, like it was interesting. just interesting that he, he, he like could. on board for that or is he just he has, we like, haven't yeah. even told him. We haven't even told him. <laughs> oh, okay. It's the Got kind it. of thing that I could think he would think was like fun in the moment just yeah. to be like, yeah, yeah. you know. Just to say he did it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But yeah. He, when he's tried alcohol in the past, like a sip here and there, he's never actually enjoyed he's not it. A, so. that's, good i agree yeah, good fine you know my we went on a cruise with my parents um and my brother turned 21 on the cruise like a couple days after so he turned 21 we're four years apart so i was 25 or i was going to be 25 whatever the math i can't do the math i'm i'm off work this week so math is you know everything's 
whatever. Um, but anyway, so we, so he turned 21, the night he turned 21, I was like, Oh, I was like this hype person. I was like, okay, like, let's go. Like my mom and dad, you know, we were on the cruise. So it's like, was fine. They have like, it's, I feel like it's relatively like safe in the right. sense that you're not just like wandering the street somewhere right, like you're exactly. in an enclosed space, like things can happen still, but you know, I'm like, okay, like we can do whatever we want tonight. Like, let's go get drinks. He's like, oh, all right. We like had a couple beers. He like went to bed, you know, on the cruise, how they have like the ice cream. You can get like ice cream when at 24 seven, he's like, I, think I just want like a strawberry ice cream. And I was like, who are you? Like, what are you? You're <laughs> wasting it. Like, you want to lay in bed and eat ice cream? Like whatever. So I was like, okay, you're, you're lame. So then the last night of the cruise, he, I think he was having like major regrets for not like living it up. So he's like, okay, tonight, like we befriended this bartender and we like knew his schedule and we followed him around the, the ship every day. And so he became like our friend. So he was working at like the club the, the last night. So my brother's like, let's go and like hang out with him at the bar. So he starts making like Long Island oh, and my brother no. had a Long Island. And I was like, he, or I was like, where did you even like know about a Long Island? He's like, I don't know. It just sounds good. So this guy, of course, like knows he just turned 21. So he's like flinging him all these Long Islands. <laughs> oh, and this... I was just like, oh my God, we had to disembark the next morning. I was going like, to say, this is an awful idea because they kick you off <laughs> yes. the boat at like, like 6 a.m. Yeah. 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 So, and so him and I were in a room. My parents were in a room. They didn't know any of this was happening. Like they thought we were just like hanging out, you know. So we get back to the room. I don't even know, like two in the morning, something ridiculous. So we get back and he's like, oh, I don't feel good. He ends up like sleeping. I don't, he's like six, three or something. My brother, he's super tall. He like managed to squeeze himself in that tiny little bathroom because he's like sick all night. So I'm like, I'm like getting him bottled water. I keep like going to get more. He's like, oh, I feel terrible. So the next morning he passes out on the floor in there. My mom's like banging on the door. She's like, are you guys ready? Are you past? He's like still sleeping on the floor. I'm like, yeah, we're almost ready. And then she's like, you better not have been out all night. So then she figured it out, obviously, once we opened the door. <laughs> Stuff was everywhere. It was just like a total disaster. It should have been My like, I don't know how we got seasick like, on the last night. Yeah, the he got like, I gave him Dramamine. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Like, it just didn't kick in. I don't know. My dad thought it was hilarious. He wasn't even mad, but my mom was livid. So it was a long day after that when I we bet. like went to wait for the air, you know, the airport and all that stuff. He, there was a lot of coffee consumed. I bet. Oh my God. I'm sure he loves that you're yeah. sharing this yeah. on a podcast. I am sure he would love it. I'm going to definitely make sure he listens so he can relive the whole, uh, you know, that whole experience. <laughs> I, I tell you, I've never been that drunk at sea. I'm not sure I would like it. I don't want to be that drunk at yeah, sea. Yeah, I never will be after witnessing that firsthand. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, it's expensive <laughs> to be that drunk. It's true. Yeah. it's true. I think my dad knew that could happen. So he bought like whatever the that one, the package where it's not really unlimited, but it's like you get so many drinks that gotcha. it is like unlimited because to drink all of them, you'd have to be like your brother. You, like, yes, yeah. yes. He's like, ah, oh, my kids won't like use this. Like, yeah. there's no way. So. <laughs> you were like, challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, but Long Island's man, those are yeah. rough. <laughs> yeah, bad. I, he's probably never had one since. I'm I, sure. I bet not. I can't. I yeah. can't. the smell of it. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bad man. <laughs> Well, getting back to Peloton, Anyways. people are like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> so do you have a favorite instructor? So I joined the Power Zone Pack. When did I join? Like last fall. Yeah. So fall of like 2021, I like discovered them and I had never really taken Power Zone rides. I think I like did my FTP test one time and I was like, I don't really know what this means and like <laughs> never really used it. And then I was like looking more into it. I'm like, oh, maybe this would be 
kind of fun. So I kind of, then I found out about the Power Zone Pack and Angie and their challenges and all of that. So I just signed up for a challenge, just got put on a random team. And I was like hooked on Power Zone training after that. I loved, I still love like regular rides, but I love the, I don't know, it's something just knowing like, okay, go in zone three for this many minutes. It's like my brain that like works so well with my brain. You like the structure. I feel like, yeah, I love it. And I love the challenges. I feel like it just keeps me accountable. Like, you know, doing X number of rides a week. And it's like, it's fun. It's like competitive, but not because you're not like really competing and it's you're on a team, but it's like, it, yeah. So everything about that. So I, that being said, Matt and Dennis are my faves. Mm-hmm. Matt, I love Matt Wolfers. He's like, he's just, he's so cute. So I love him and I, all the power zone instructors, but uh, Matt and Dennis are like my two go-tos for sure. Okay. So, okay. So yeah. who, who do you gravitate toward if you're not doing a power zone? So I would say Robin was like my original girl. Like when I got the bike, I feel like I, and we were actually pregnant at the same time. So I feel like I'm like, I can relate to her. Like I got her book and I like read it to my daughter and I got the signed edition. So I'm like, Oh, Robin signed this, even though she didn't sign it for me, but so cool. (laughs) So I feel like I, I just love her, like her work ethic, her motivation style, everything, like her music, all of that. So I'd say she's like one of my go-tos, her, Olivia, yeah, Alex, if I like feel like I've just been lazy and I need to just get my butt kicked and like work really hard, then Alex for sure. That's awesome. Do you ever run on the treadmill? Yes. So I just started running. We got it like the beginning of July and I just did a half marathon in my hometown a couple weekends ago. So the little bit of time I had, we it was busy moving. I didn't get to run like near us. So I pretty much like trained for my half marathon solely with like power zone rides because <laughs> that's just how it worked out. So I was like, okay, this is gonna, we'll see how this goes. Like I didn't really care about my time. I was just kind of doing it for fun. I ended up finishing like so much faster than I did last summer when I was newly postpartum, which I was just happy I could even run it at all. Yeah, that, sure. Like four months postpartum, that was a, a big feat. So, um, but this year just, I was like amazed with like very minimal running, how like fast my pace was for me and like how good I felt afterwards, which is great. But I did get to squeeze in a few runs before I did Susie Chan, Marcel. They're great. I love them. I've, I did, I'm off work this week. So I got to do, I've been trying to do like a live run or ride every day since I'm off and yeah. have the availability to do it. So I did a live run with Matt on Tuesday. That was great. It's just like, it's so fun. Like the try I mean, it's, uh, it's the same concept as the bike, but I feel I think maybe because it's a smaller community on the tread. So when you do like a live ride, it's not nearly the same size amount of people as it is like on as most a lot of live rides on the bike. So you're like high fiving and everybody's high fiving you back. I feel like everybody's like hyping each other up, whereas sometimes for the most part, people do that on the bike. But, you know, you get in some rides where I feel like I'll high five people and like no one will high five me back. I'm like, oh, OK, I'll just. Ride. Bunch of it's jerks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I will say the power zone community is awesome. Like with high fiving, everybody is so, I mean, every single power zone ride I do, like it's, I feel like it's rare that I high five someone and they don't high five me back. Like it's just super, I don't know. Everybody's very like motivating and hyping each other up the whole time. So that's always cool. And then I go into a non power zone ride and I like have that expectation. I'm like, yeah. and then I'm like, Oh, okay. Not too bad, but not quite as. I just picture your face falling. Okay. So does your husband get frustrated when you're using his 
tread? Oh. So it's worked out so far because he works from home. So he, I work out after work. I get up at um, 5.30. I, get, I have to be at work by 6.30 and I work till 3. So it actually works out that he, he'll work out in the middle of the day. So he'll use it like at lunch, on his lunch break. And then I'll do it when I get home. I've tried time and time again to do it before work. But I'd have to get up at like four or four thirty to even. So I'm like, I just can't. I can't do it. I'm like, let's just stop trying. Every like couple months, I get in this like kick of like, I'm gonna go to bed at eight, and I'm gonna get up at four. I'm gonna work out before work, and then it's just it just doesn't work for me. I envy the people that do it, but I, I just can't do that. So yeah, it works out. That, it, yeah, it's tough to get up early. It, it is. Like that. It is. Oh Five my is gosh. the earliest then, I could ever do. If I was just, and that's just, it just sends. It's there's something about the hard line of five o'clock. I yes. could never get up before that. I don't know exactly. And I've been doing it for. I mean, I so I was a nurse, an ICU nurse, and then I went back to anesthesia school. So I'm a nurse anesthetist. So anesthesia school, my program was two and a half years. And when you're a student, you get up even earlier because you're expected to like be there. You set up the your OR. You get everything ready. So you get there like an hour before like your CRNA gets there. So I would get there at like 4.30. If I was like, when you're doing like your open heart rotation, that's like, you can imagine a huge setup. There's tons of things to set up, get there at like four in the morning or something crazy. So you would think like your body would get used to it because I've been doing it now since 2015. But every day that alarm goes off and I'm like, oh, like it's the first time I've ever had to get up that early. Like, I just can't, I can't get used to it. It's rough. She has access to the good stuff. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So have we said what your leaderboard name is? We haven't. Oh, I don't think so, but it's actually related to my job. So it's pushing propofol. <laughs> pushing the gut oh, stuff. Word. I was like trying so hard forever to think of a creative leaderboard name. I just sit and like envy all these people. And I'm looking at the leaderboard. I'm like, man, I just, it, might, it used to just be my first and last name. And I was like, I have to like, I have to be able to think of something. And one day I think, I think I was like at work and I was just like, oh, and I like put it in a note on my iPhone. And then as soon as I was like able to like use my phone, I like went on the app and I like typed it in and I was like, please be available. Please be available. And I hit enter and it like let me take it. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> well, that and now is... like all of my nerd cohorts that like understand that, like, you know, everybody's like, oh, I'm so jealous that you got that. That's yeah. an awesome leaderboard name. It and is like, an awesome leaderboard name. I can't yeah. change it. It's good alliteration. Yeah, I was going to do pedal and propofol, but then I was like, oh, now I, that sounds like I'm like dealing it out of my trunk. Like, eh. like, like I, I like the pedaling. So that's true. But I guess because I think because, you know, like we are like lingo is like you, we push the drugs, like push them through the IV. So that's like people that do like anesthesia or work in gotcha. healthcare, like no, they know what that means. So jargon. that's why I was like, okay, that sounds, yeah, it's like more jargony. Whereas like pedaling would have been good because it's a play on the bike but i was like oh yeah so Pe- <laughs> pedal and propofol might still be available to anybody who wants it. I don't know. <laughs> you didn't want people thinking that you know they could contact you to get the yes yeah. exactly like how much like how much do you want i need four <laughs> she gets i don't want flagged. another yeah we don't want like another michael jackson scenario like, yeah. no for a lot of reasons yes still getting that question a lot from patients not quite as much anymore like it's it's like definitely gotten a little bit better but they hear that the name 
of that drug and they panic. And I'm like, that was the first thing I thought I was like, Oh, that's what Michael Jackson. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm actually like licensed to give this drug and give you anesthesia and monitor you while you're receiving it versus just taking it whenever. And and that person is taking it for a reason. Right. Yes. Where with an outcome that's specific. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. And then once I explain that, people are usually like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But sometimes every once in a while, they're like, is that, is that the Michael Jackson stuff? I'm like, yes, yeah, yeah I technically, but it's, it's like, dog, hang it's on, great. let me get my script. Yeah. <laughs> I do, it's like the same thing. I like to have it memorized. Like same thing. She's got a script for her script. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, like, it's not the drug that's the problem. It was the, right. dro- the doctor the, who was yes. just kept writing the script for the yes. drug that was the, the problem. The whole yeah. situation was, yeah. Exactly. So do you have any advice for people just entering the world of Peloton? I would say just get on the bike. If you're getting the bike or the tread, just get on, find like a 20 minute class. I didn't mention him when I was talking about my favorite instructors, but I also love Cody. He's amazing. And he's, I think he's good. I feel like I took a couple of his rides in the very beginning. Um, Not to say he doesn't have challenging rides, but he's, I think he's good for beginners because of his personality. And just like, if you've never been on the bike, he like makes you feel okay, I can do this, like something about him. So he's the spoonful just, of sugar that makes the medicine go down. Yes. Ex- that's a great analogy. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, yeah, just get on, just take a class. Don't like hide all of the metrics. Don't even look at like, even like your cadence through like all, I mean, I guess you probably want to see where your resistance is, but just don't even like, I've had a lot of friends that have gotten them that have never done any type of spinning before. And, uh, they're like, I don't know, like, I feel like I'm terrible. And I'm like, don't just just do it. Don't even think about, you know, what you're doing, how fast you're going, what the resistance is at. Don't look at the leaderboard, just do it, do the class and you will feel that there's no way you won't feel better when you're done compared to like how you felt when you started, like you'll feel good. So just jump in and do it and enjoy it. Good advice. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. This a dream come true. I can't believe it. <laughs> You're so sweet. You need to dream bigger. It's <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> Is there anything we didn't get to you wanted to mention? No, I think that was great. Okay. I was kind of just going, going with the flow. So yeah, that sounded good. Awesome. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next time, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and the Peloton leaderboard. Celebrating 800 rides this Sunday. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, uh, facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. But of course, don't forget our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash The Clip Out. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling and running. 